0: Flash! Uh, He'll save every one of us.
1: (laughs) Willie.
0: I've had that in my head all week.
1: Oh dear. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I've been wanting to do it like for quite a while. So here I am, singing it out loud, really badly, on a podcast.
1: That's not the only thing you've had in your head all week, is it? What do you mean? (laughs) Because you were threatening to say things to me. This is the rare instance of you seeing a film before me and
0: having knowledge that you don't have yes yes well i wouldn't say it was for a week it was for a 24 hour period if it we're being factually correct
1: yeah a 24
0: hour period that i had seen the flash uh and i'll not do that all the way through i promise that i had seen the flash and then you hadn't seen the flash and i knew all the things about the flash and you didn't that was a mighty moment for me quite frankly
1: you see, I don't think of Flash Gordon when I think of The Flash. Why?
0: Why not?
1: Because <laughs> How I How can think, you not? I think, like, Jacko from Brushstrokes.
0: Oh, I don't know Brushstrokes. Why do you, why do you think... Oh, is it because he did an advert for Flash the washing for thing? For years. Right? For
1: years he did it. Carl Howman, I think
0: uh-huh. is,
1: Who was Jacko on Brushstrokes.
0: Such an old, which reference. actually ties
1: into the t- the other thing that we're um, reviewing tonight. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, and I mean when when I was on holiday and Michael Jackson passed away, mm. my friend Neil, hi Neil, uh, texts me to say Jacko's dead because it was the day before. Like he got like we it was just a normal phone at the time. Like we didn't have like mobile internet to get. news He wouldn't get like
0: breaking news yeah. or anything.
1: And. I assumed he meant Carl Howling.
0: <laughs> that is your reference point. Yes. We're not going to think about, you know, the king of pop and probably the, one of the most played artists in the world called, like, you're known as Jacko. Mm. No, no, we're going to think of a guy from Rose. That, that is how your mind works, though. Do you remember that? Right. at all? No, no, I've just said that about two minutes ago. Okay, right.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, it's, I think it's my Alo Alo. <laughs> oh,
0: really? Do you yeah. think so? I, I mean... I can remember is um, a guy with, which I'm thinking is this guy that you're think that you're like mentioning, this Carl guy, with like some dungarees on or some like overalls on. But then I'm thinking he might, that may be from the Flash advert because he was cleaning it. Right, okay, tell me, is it about painting and decorating? Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, right. It was a
1: painter and decorator, um, a bit of a jackal lad, hit with the women.
0: Hence, brush strokes, right? Yeah. yeah okay. And then
1: it was just about his life and he would oh. meet women. It was one of those very gentle, yeah. early, late 80s, early 90s comedies. Mm-hmm. There was, like, he worked for a company who did painting and decorating. Right. I bet there's some really, really famous people in this when I look at it now.
0: I bet there's some very problematic plotting.
1: So the boss of the company is um, Gary Waldhorn.
0: Oh, Gary Walton, who um is was in here. here comes one of my favourites. Yes. Um, who was in um um I'm an I'm a I'm a priest and I'm a lady. Vicar Dibley. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember. Vicar Dibley, right? Yeah. So he he's the grumpy, slightly older statesman in the of
1: Dibley. Yes, there was. They went to a pub, um, with which was up, run by Elmer. Elmo. Yeah. Not Elmo. The, yeah. Who was played by?
0: was. That's what not, <laughs> not,
1: not, not tickle me, Elmar. <laughs> he was played by the guy who was in um, Made Marian and Her Merry Men.
0: Oh, really? Yes. He played like oh, rabies. He plays rabies, yes. yes. I can't think of his name, but yeah, I know exactly who you mean. Oh, was it Howard something? Uh,
1: Howard Lou Lewis. Oh,
0: yes. My Made Marian and Her Merry Men knowledge comes to the fore.
1: And then. Um, and halfway through, I believe, spoilers for brush drugs. Oh, I mean should we do a spoiler I section? I think we should have a
0: special <laughs> spoiler section for brush drugs. Halfway but...
1: through he wins the pools.
0: <gasps> the pool. Yeah. Like the
1: pool. Yeah. Um and closes down his pub and opens up a wine bar oh,
0: wow. Called Elmer's,
1: which is all pink with flamingos in and stuff because like that. Because obviously a
0: wine bars like, you know, going up in the world, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. In that very specific It's very
0: eighties, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: But it's mentioned in one of the other things that we're watching tonight. Is it? Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that then.
1: Spoilers, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it could it could be anything. It's a very random yes. reference. So okay. Mm. So um, I've completely forgotten where we were. I was singing Flash Gordon. You're talking about brushstrokes. What are we doing on today's podcast?
1: We are talking about the Flash, and we are talking about the first two episodes of the sixth season of.
0: Black Mirror. Well, yeah, I would say yes to that. <laughs> I'm presuming it. That's right. Yeah, a really good amount of knowledge for me on Black Mirror now. Yeah. Um.
1: Okay. It's the season the, that's just out it's now. The, the
0: new one. The new one that's come out. Um. So we're gonna be. We're gonna do things slightly differently today because typically we have a TV section followed by a film section, but because both of these pieces of pop culture entertainment are full of stuff to talk about and to really get into. We've decided that we'll do a non-spoiler section for both The Flash and those first two episodes of Black Mirror so you can listen away to our very general review of them to your heart's content. And then if you haven't seen either of them, you can um, leave us at that point. But if you have seen them and you'd like to listen to us delve into the depths of both... The very, very interesting plotting of The Flash and the first two episodes of Black Mirror. Um, stick around with those and we'll do um, spoilers for both of those. Does that make sense, Mark? Yeah. Have I, think... I said that right? No, not really. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have to do it a bit weird because mm. there's not a lot we can delve into on Black Mirror. I think we can talk about the themes and probably our history with the show and mm. maybe Charlie Brooker, but yeah, I think we, there's not a lot that you want to delve into because I think the joy of black mirror is going in with as little knowledge of possible absolutely um so
0: we'll not do very much on that no
1: so let's do the flash first yes spoilers we'll go into black mirror we'll quite swiftly go into a spoiler section and then we'll cover the flash at the end but if you've Mm. if you want to jump around we will put the uh, timestamps in the pod notes right okay
0: the flash um your history with The Flash, I think we'll do a bit of history for both of them. Your history with The Flash, did, what What did you know going into this film?
1: Like, he was always a character that was around Batman, wasn't he? Mm. Like, growing up. Like, he was never in the 60s thing, I don't think. Not like the Green Hornet yeah. was, but... Okay. Um, yeah, he was always just someone who you kind of knew about. Um, he was always... There was always, like, debate who was quicker the Flash or Superman, stuff like that. And then, obviously, there is both The Flash as played on TV, uh, which I've never seen in the Arrowverse, but it has been played during the D- extended DC universe, or however they want to call it nowadays. Oh, the
0: DCEU.
1: Yeah, as uh, by Ezra Miller, who is an actor who I really, really like. But I think it's safe to say has had some problems recently. Absolutely. Um, they have. There was a time where it was seemingly every week where they mm. had been involved in some trouble with the police. Mm. Um, they. Are apparently often getting getting help that they need, and I hope that they are. There are a lot of people who are who have said out loud, out loud online that they would not go see this film mm. because of the presence of Ezra Miller. Which, mm. um, yeah, I can understand. Yeah. It, it's not the choice that we have made, but yeah, I can perfectly understand it. Mm.
0: I didn't know anything about the flash so when you're talking about Batman having the flash around him and you know going into your Green Hornet and that sort of stuff I just didn't have any of that background knowledge the first time I saw the flash was in one of these DC EU films and you can tell how much of an impact that's had on me because I can't name the actual film Um, and I've seen all of them as well I really like um, Batman in terms of the DC comics Um, And the films that have come out of that, I really like the darkness of Batman. Batman is my favorite superhero, if I was gonna, you know, um, if I was asked that question. Um, So I often gravitate more towards DC, but only because of Batman. Okay. Um, Marvel is, it's fine, I watch them, they're fine, but I gravitate towards them. So I'm always quite interested in a DC film. But clearly there have been a lot of issues, which I'm not going to rehearse, around Zack Snyder and changes made and Ben Affleck not feeling happy in the role of Batman or his Batman film not actually coming to fruition. So there's all this this sort of history to it. So I was really surprised when this film started to get a bit of a buzz around it. Um, Obviously, as you've alluded to very articulately, you've got the, what I'm going to call the Ezra Miller issue, um, which comes about quite frequently, unfortunately, at the moment where a main star seems to be having a lot of personal problems that really impact on an audience's ability to um, enjoy the film or to even, you know, go and see the film, as you've said. Um, I... I've, I'm able at this point, whether rightly or wrongly, to divorce that from the film. Um, there are various other actors as well that I've been able to sort of look at the the work on the film, the work of the other people, and the people who've put um, you know their effort into creating the film as well, away from like the main star, but all those people involved. And I've been able to park it, like I say, rightly or wrongly. But there's been that element to it, but also there's. This sort of, did you see on one of the posters someone? And I think it was a Twitter quote, but someone had put like the greatest super one of or one of the greatest superhero films of all time. And when the trailer came out, which I I watched them. Um, I don't know if you did. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. When the trailer came out, I... I go to the my, cinema every week. Yeah, 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 it. you're right. Yeah, it's true. But sometimes you do try and avoid certain trailers. I know in the past, you've sort of, especially when we've been together, you've kind of like, when, a, when certain trailers have come up, you've kind of put your fingers in your ears and looked away sort of thing to, yeah. to avoid being spoiled. Um, when, when the trailer came out, I was like, this is looking really good. So I went into this film with a huge amount more anticipation than I think I would have done if it was, you know, a couple a couple of years ago. Um, yeah,
1: so why... Because you've not been to see a, a Marvel film for a oh long no, time. Oh, no, you're right. Spider-Man? It,
0: um no I haven't seen Doctor Strange so well would you classify Guardians of the Galaxy oh, of course yeah, as, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> last so week yes. a couple of weeks, well it was a couple of weeks ago wasn't it I went to see volume 3 you've not been to um, see a
1: Marvel film for at least no, two I know weeks. what
0: you mean because I haven't seen um, so I've not seen the Spider-Man oh, I said Spider-Man Spider-Man into the whatever it is now or across so the Spider-Man so you, yeah all of, all of that sort of stuff I've not seen either of those um, I've not seen an and the Wasp or whatever that one's got Mania. Yeah. Um and the but I did see the um, the Doctor Strange.
1: Didn't see Thor.
0: I didn't see Thor, and I did see the oh what am I thinking? Black and, and well, I saw, yeah, I saw Black Panther, the Wakanda Forever. But I also saw sorry, this is just a list of things I've seen.
1: Um, it's also but, a list of how how wrong I am. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I saw when I'm thinking about the multiverse, I because that was the point that you were making. I have seen Spider Man No Way.
1: That was the one I was referring that to. That was the one yeah. you
0: were referring to. So a smattering yeah. of, of
1: You've been selective marbles. with your yeah, Marvel Whereas yeah. at one point, I think you would go see most of them.
0: Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. I think you're right, yes. Mm-hmm. It would have been sort of like... I would have had to have seen them to sort of follow the, the next one and the one after that, and I'm kind yeah. of finding that I can dip in and out. But uh, yeah, I had more anticipation going into this. Did you feel, having seen the trailer, did you feel like there was more of... A sense of oh, this might be good about it.
1: I I heard the buzz quite early because this was shown in an early form during CinemaCon, which is obviously an industry uh, an industry event, not not based around critics, but based around largely based around the cinema industry mm-hmm. rather than specifically critics. I'm sure there were critics there, and there was a hell of a lot of buzz coming out of that. And I think that's where that quote, one of the best superhero films okay. ever, was. And having seen I. I like any film that takes a swing and it was quite clear that this was taking a swing my feeling was that there was far too much revealed in the trailer mm, I agree uh, because let's let's just get let's say what was in the trailer mm. there is Affleck there is Keaton Batman mm. there is Supergirl Yeah, um, and I was like I'd have saved something I would have
0: saved something yeah absolutely mm. or at least some of the the very special lines yes um, especially those that Batman whichever one Batman says I think those are very precious because Batman doesn't say that much he's not a character that's you know chewing his mouth off all the time so when he does say something it does have this sense of gravitas and I felt that they really gave Affleck and all of those special lines I knew they were coming because I'd seen them in the trailer
1: I feel there's a downward tinge to your voice when talking about this film oh really okay
0: So what Listen. did you think? Um, I'm really, really mixed about it. I'm, I've sat and I've, I've listened to the movie Robcast review. I've listened to the cinema's review. I have tried... True, oh, well, because that's literally come out like I 20 know. minutes before I we know. started recording this. I know, I have really tried my hardest to come to a conclusion about this film and I can't. I'll tell you what my problem was. It got me off on the wrong foot and it's a really personal thing, actually there is an action scene at the beginning of this film and uh, after watching that action scene which is meant to be comedic and I understand that a huge amount a huge part of the world watching it will see it as comedic but after watching it I was on a, a row where I was near the stairs and I nearly walked I nearly got up walked out and went nope not for me, thank you very much. Um, it's a scene that puts people, I'm gonna be really, really careful, but it puts certain people in peril. And it is meant to be comedic. There's something involving a microwave as well that I found absolutely horrific. And it's meant to be funny. And like I say, I've listened to people who find it funny. I've read reviews that, that really love that tone to it. But for my personal circumstance of having had a loss, And also just being quite sensitive around, you know, people in peril. I just couldn't cope with it. And I I wondered at that point whether it just lost me tonally and I wasn't able to pick it back up. Having said that, Mm. the bits involving Batman I loved. Right. (laughs) And I, I admired what it was trying to do and later moments I laughed at. So yeah. comedic moments I laughed at. And that's kind of how I've been been living my life for the last sort of like forty eight hours is going, Oh it's really good and then going, Oh but it's terrible. Oh but it's really good. Oh but I hated it. And and I've been up and down like that.
1: Okay. Um so on that first action scene, I I I thought it pushed pushed the boundaries of bad taste I wasn't offended of it personally but I can understand why people would be what I do think it crossed the line of was turn because this to me is a like putting a joke from scary movie into a screen film and it is it is absolutely it's it's farce and it is almost Mm. like it's almost Looney Tunes in its... Oh, absolutely. It's, um, it's yeah. almost
0: cartoonishly yeah. drawn as it's well. Is, yeah,
1: it's like putting... Yeah, it is like the camera pans mm. from one situation to another. Yes. And it's absolutely... Each one more ludicrous than the next.
0: And actually, the the graphics don't make it look realistic. So no. that There was part of me going, well, this is... I'm just watching a cartoon. But at the same time, because of the nature of the content, mm. I, I couldn't get into the fact that it was funny.
1: Yeah, um, I, yeah. It, to me, it was it was out of turn with the rest of the film, and I found the rest of the film funny. I I am more positive on this than I think mm. you are. Um, I like I said, I like films that take swings, and I think this film takes a massive swing and gets clips about half of it. Um, I've heard people absolutely destroy the third act of this film. Yeah. For me, I didn't mind it, but there's an asterisk next to it for which we'll have to get into in spoilers. Mm. Um, I sat back and I think because I'm not invested in the DCEU Okay. I think I was just like, yep, take me there, just go take for me it. there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Ezra Miller is perfectly fine as um, as Barry Allen. Um,
0: this is interesting because I've heard people say that Ezra Miller is like that they are the only person who can play the Flash. That they are this amazing presence and putting to one side and divorcing everything that's going on in their personal life. I just. Didn't I was sitting there, sort of going. I kind of feel that someone else could also play this just as well. Yeah,
1: I I, I think quite so that's. So that's interesting, there. right? I think okay. There's an energy. Yeah. Um, I think in the Justice League, I think it was largely a annoying character, mm. and especially in the um, there's one of them, one of the two, th- one of the two versions, and I can't remember, and I'm not going back to watch them to work out why, but one of them. He, um, Barry Allen is really, really annoying. Mm. And just every time they're on screen, it just really wound me up the wrong way. Just almost like comedy sidekick in, but out of, out of place with the rest of the film. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this film. I thought, this is a long film. It's two and a half hours. You had mentioned about four times <laughs> since coming back about, well, it's long, it's long. For me it settled by. Really? I, it didn't, I did not feel the length oh, one day. You see,
0: Kathleen Dane from the Cinema all said the same thing and I was just like walking around going, Have I seen a different film? Do I think have I been put off by that beginning? Because mm. I was checking my watch. I was checking my watch all the time and I was counting down and I was sitting and at certain points I was bored. Hmm i wonder
1: i i had no no problem whatsoever with the length so yeah that
0: really surprises me because if there's anyone in the world that i would think would go into a two and a half hour film and come out and rub their hands together and maybe have a little clap and go right you know right that should have been half an hour shorter than it was it's you so i'm really surprised
1: with that don't get me wrong i think there probably could be half an hour cut out of it there's plenty of there's plenty of fat that you could trim off on there, mm. but I, like, it, it sailed along for me. Mm. I, yeah, I I, I never, I, di- I didn't, I wasn't looking at watch and I was, I think I kind of looked down and realised, shit, we're in the middle of the third act here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Mm. But, yeah, uh, for me, it's a recommendation. I think we need to talk about spoilers yeah, quite yeah, urgently. Quite yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And, and look, it's a recommendation for me as well. Yeah. So, anyone who's thinking about going and seeing it, I would absolutely go and see it. Just, I find films that are divisive more mm. interesting, quite frankly. So
1: I think the the main problem with this is obviously this is a multiverse film, mm. and and a film came out two weeks before that did the multiverse better, and also specific things about the the entire world of because this delves into the world like as we mentioned there are two versions of Batman in this. This delves into alternate universes where there are different. Different versions of superheroes. Well, it's a time travel film, yeah.
0: really, isn't it? At the heart of it,
1: and I think uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse does that better as well. Okay. It explains almost identically parts of this right. part part of this universe.
0: So if you've seen that already, you're thinking, yeah. oh, "Well, it's been done better elsewhere." I mean,
1: they must have watched mm. it and just gone, "Fuck!"
0: Oh, um, I know, but well, well, maybe they. Should. <laughs> maybe they should just find something different to do maybe it shouldn't be all these maybe if it was just sort of like there is there is a there is a i mean because we haven't even talked about what the the film's about which is essentially barry allen is going back in time to try and save his mother that's the you know that is the 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 through line here Mm. i would have loved to have seen a bit more of that you know i didn't feel that we spent enough time in in that plot It was all about all the other fancy things going on around it.
1: I've got a bit of to say about that as well. Yeah, I I know, I
0: know. I know you've got things in spoilers.
1: There isn't... I mean, it is is an excuse to go see who we see in Mm. various different suits. Yeah. And I feel that the... Yeah, I mean, it's an absolute MacGuffin, the the, the death of his mother Mm. and going back to try and stop his mother dying. Mm. It feels like an excuse to bring back some characters that we've loved and not seen for a while. But I'm fine with me doing that. But you're fine like, with it, yeah. Because I don't give a shit about so the wider fun. universe. Mm. I mean, as far as I'm aware, there is Aquaman 2. Yeah. yeah. And then we're done. And, and Blue then James, Beetle, James
0: Gunn will take over, won't he? Yeah,
1: and Blue Beetle is the first of his films, as far as I'm aware. Oh, right, okay. I, I might be wrong, but... I yeah. don't know. I yeah. saw
0: the trailer for Blue Beetle and didn't know anything about it. I <laughs> got very confused <laughs> waiting for this one, so yeah. Okay, so that's our non-spoiler take on The Flash. Yeah. Just remind me, we're doing non-spoiler take on the first two episodes of Black Mirror now. Yes. This is very difficult for me because we've changed. So change for me is hard. So I will keep coming back to you to be like, where am I going to put all the little the little clips in the in the edit?
1: So we have seen the first two episodes, as we say. The first one is called Journey is Awful. The second one is called Lock Henry. I think we're going to be very, very loose with this because, as we say, you want to know as little as possible. Close your eyes when you press when you go on the Netflix menu if you can. Uh, it's what I do. Yeah,
0: I've already seen something like a later episode. I've seen who's in it and I've seen the context of it. I'm really annoyed about it as well.
1: I don't know anything, mm. so I'm doing well. I mean, these will seep out over the next few days, yeah. so that's why we're trying to get through them as get quickly as possible. Them. But mm. yeah, so the first one, join is awful. Um, and each one of these, each each episode of Black Mirror point shines a light at like one part of modern life normally around media or like tele, uh, telephones tvs film technology. Yeah, technology some people call
0: it sci-fi but i think that's it's an interesting hmm. question that we might come back to yeah okay <laughs>
1: um the first episode kind of shines a light on what streaming services know about you and what yeah not even streaming services but i guess just the media in general mm. um the things
0: that we are signing up to the things that we don't really realise because we just scroll through things and press accept and how far that could actually go.
1: Do you read um, terms of acceptance <laughs> when you do this?
0: Well, it's interesting, in your job. isn't it? In my, well, yeah, because my background is in the law. So I do tend to have a little bit of a look. But there is that trade-off, isn't there, of am I going to use this service or am I not? You know? yeah. And if I want to use the service... No matter what it says in the T's and C's, I'm I'm kind of going to accept. You know. I'm, I don't have any bargaining power to go back to someone and say, oh, by the way, I really don't like Clause 618, unless it's got something in it that is so abhorrent, for example. But
1: there are ways around this. Mm. If you post on your Facebook timeline oh God, that you don't want your personal <laughs> pictures and videos to be used, that um, means you get away with it, because I've seen loads of people no, do it. No,
0: don't. Um, cut and paste this into your... I mean, yeah, honest, don't
1: share. Cut and they, paste it into but your But this timeline. is it, isn't it?
0: I mean, I know we're laughing about it, because obviously you've got a background in technology i've got a background in law we know that that doesn't work we we know that zuckerberg isn't sitting up there looking at everyone's posts going oh well so-and-so from bradford said that you know put this into the thing so we we will never ha- will not harvest any of their images <laughs> um so we, we know that to be the case but doesn't it show you though that people will believe these that people are uh are unlikely to question and to understand and They just take that full whack and stick it into their Facebook post and don't even critically analyse, oh, where has this come from? Would this even work? I find that fascinating. I think it talks to a number of the things that are going on in Joan is Awful as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, Did you
0: like the episode?
1: Yes, yeah, I absolutely loved it.
0: Black Mirror can be... There There are certain episodes that really don't get a lot of love and there are others that always come up on like the top tens like Sanjay Perro is now almost like universally accepted is like the best Black Mirror episode of all time I think there are others that are absolutely up there I love Sanjay Perro, but there are others that are up there and some of the ones that that are darker don't tend to get the love that the other ones do.
1: I mean I remember watching the national anthem when it mm. first came on not knowing what the hell this was only only really watching it cuz I I was I've loved Charlie Brooker since like the days of TV Wipe and mm. News Wipe um and I think it's a real shame <laughs> like I've held a little bit against um I held a little bit against Black Mirror because this does take him away from doing more mm-hmm. th- that acerbic commentary mm-hmm. on the media and the news that I really really enjoy and we get this once every three or four years whereas yeah. we got that once a week for like six ten weeks a year <laughs> these are very very meta mm-hmm. and both of these and we're not going to go too far into it both of these almost bite the hand that feed there is that there is both things around streaming in these two episodes which are which I find interesting that this is where he's going for and I don't, obviously everything's been signed off and I don't think anyone's going to be coming and knocking on Charlie Brooker's door saying hmm. you need to calm down with some of this but yeah. yeah Um going on to Lock Henry unless you have you got anything more to say on
0: well only to say that I have not enjoyed Joan Awful as much as other people so oh I really flash um yeah and, and again I've um read reviews I've listened to a couple of podcasts that have look, that have gone into it and it's it's been overwhelmingly you know good positive very mm. good you know Um I I went along for the ride but I found it a little bit surface level and that is and it's going back to what I've said I like episodes that have a real sense of darkness that I really like I can't think of another word from dark but that's what I'm gonna say I I really like things that that keep me up at night with Black Mirror I like to be scared by it and this didn't scare me it was more of a rollicking ride through through this particular journey Um, I found the ending very confusing maybe that also didn't okay. didn't help I didn't really understand what was happening but I did really enjoy the performances I enjoyed the the comedic meta side of it as you've pointed to but it definitely wouldn't be up there you know I, it's a bit of a throwaway episode for me and but I know I'm in the minority because everyone else is saying that they're really enjoying it
1: okay mm-hmm. um, so did you get what you wanted from Lock Henry then?
0: absolutely yes. <laughs> and I think that's the difference isn't it and I, I wonder yeah. whether that it just spoke to me so much more. Lock Henry and Lock Henry is doing the the same thing. Like you've said, he's re- really seems to be going and looking at the TV industry. And Lock Henry is exactly exactly the same. It's really um uh an exploration of true crime. Yes. And people's apparent um desire, mad desire for more and more true crime, and also the streaming services wanting to put to true crime and getting a lot of um, money out of that Um, which I personally it spoke to me more because I'm someone who really enjoys true crime um, and I struggle with that on an ethical point of view because I know that there are problems with it so it really tested my boundaries in terms of, you know, thinking about those those ideas. But also, I just found it a really compelling piece of television. I wanted to watch it. I wanted to, I was like sort of 15 minutes into it and then you came up to bed and I was like, can I get away with you going to sleep (laughs) and me getting my tablet back out again watching another 15 minutes not like secretly like just saying you just go to sleep and i'll just just i just want to see what happens next i just want to see what happens i think the acting um in lock henry is really good there's um there's a young guy in particular um who plays a character called davis i think it is but he's like our central piece he's taking us through the story he returns home and so he's our protagonist and um, I I was just... I thought he was a really lovely presence.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's in Atlanta, but to be honest, I don't recognise him. No. Um, he was in Dracula. He was in Peaky Blinders, which seems to be oh, where he right. was. right,
0: okay. And, and I really... don't
1: recognise... He's the one of the the four men, oh, five men... Characters in this that I don't recognize.
0: Oh, okay, because I, I really liked his girlfriend as well, who again I don't know the um the actor's name, but the girlfriend is called Pia.
1: My Harlow Harold. Okay. name. she was she's excellent in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's oh, what I know her from.
0: Right, okay. And then there are other which I'm not going to go into, but there are other actors that um we we all know and love, and who one in particular pops up, and I just kind of clap my hands together and laughed. Um, so I was very excited about I. It, it, thematically, it works for me. The way that it's actually create, you know, the way it, that it's it, it 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 the what it is works for me. Um, and I love the acting. And um, I knew exactly what was going to happen, but that's because I know the genre. But that didn't didn't detract for me. That didn't take away. I just, I absolutely knew what was it. And maybe that's what Charlie Booker wants. me Charlie Booker is showing me things that because I've watched so many murder mysteries, because I've watched, you know. Every Agatha Christie and all of those sorts of things, and I've, you know watch all the documentaries. maybe I'm meant to notice these things because that's what those things do anyway so yeah i I really loved it. um You are not a true crime aficionado, and this isn't the sort of thing that you would traditionally flock towards, yes, given that. How, what did you make of it?
1: So I love this. Like I think I love anything. Is it a spoiler to say I love anything with a twist? Um, yeah. I
0: mean, all of Charlie's yes. things have a twist. I don't. There, think there I is a to, twist. Yeah. in you know, all of these. There's shows. a twist in everything. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes multiple.
1: And I, I didn't see where this was going. You obviously knew there would be something else that we would find along the way. Um, I had to say I didn't see that this was going the way that it did oh really? I mean I probably should have done um, in hindsight <laughs> Interesting. yeah I mean yeah. I, I, I don't I don't tend to think about these things though mm. I don't try and work these things out like you did oh well I, well, I was looking yeah. specific
0: and once I saw one thing that was it I knew exactly what was happening
1: I mean, I love the references to Bergerac. Okay. That's um that's always a good thing. Um
0: Is this where the brush strokes come in? Yeah,
1: at the end there's an episode that it, someone's watching a tape of Bergerac and ah. there is like as it fades out, it's like, um that's all for Bergerac this week on UK Gold. Coming up next, <laughs> Jekko gets into a and Ah
0: then, right, uh, okay. Uh,
1: so yeah, um UK Gold favourite brush strokes. Okay. But yeah, um I think there is generally terrifying moment. Mm. I think that the I love the, I love anyone sort of coming back to a hometown, yes. which is largely around this and, yeah. um, having been away and uh, the people who stayed behind and the people who've gone yes. on. Um, there are characters in this that I think just get it perfect, totally. absolutely spot on the yeah. tone.
0: Very comedic, but also a little bit dark and yeah, there's that lovely mix, isn't there?
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward the to seeing... And beautiful
0: as well. I yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, oh, Scottish Highlands is yeah. nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing the others, mm. the other episodes in there. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think we'd leave it there and yeah. go into spoilers. Yeah. Um, if you're leaving us there, thanks a lot. I think it's safe to say that we're trying to get out a bit more regularly. Yeah, um, definitely. I think... Oddly, we've had some editorial discussions off (laughs) the (laughs) mic. Funny that, isn't it? Because normally
0: we just do it live on the podcast.
1: And we've kind of got into a rut where we, for whatever reasons, we left it a little bit and then there was loads of stuff and then we'd watch some things and go, oh, we need to wait a couple more weeks until we've got some more stuff, which I know for you is an arse to be Mm. (laughs) editing. So, yeah.
0: yeah. So we're going to do things, well, hoping anyway, because we do have a small person who tries to stop us from from doing these things with his magical sleep patterns but we're going to try and get things out just a little a little bit quicker so we're hoping to do the next couple of episodes of black mirror get them sorted and then get out another podcast just talking about it a bit like this
1: and also indiana jones and yes. the of destiny
0: yes and we've got other things that are coming up as well there's barbie there's oppenheimer so we'll definitely be going and seeing those so yeah trying to get things out a little bit more frequently and maybe some shorter podcasts that'd yes. be good for editing
1: yes <laughs> but yeah if you are leaving us here thank you you can follow us on instagram and twitter at the honeymoon pod and you can drop us a review on itunes or drop us a star rating on spotify or pocket Casts or a lot of other podcast apps and we'll see you next time
0: bye spoilers so, we're going to do spoilers for Black Mirror, so we're just going to do back to back, aren't we? Yeah. I think I might have got it wrong in the initial introduction and said spoilers for The Flash first. We did. This is why I get very we confused.
1: <laughs> so, Joan is awful. Mm-hmm. Did do, do you know Annie Murphy?
0: No. I had to look her up afterwards. Um, this
1: might be part of the issue. Okay. Of you not understanding, not the, really ending, understanding I guess. the ending. Not really
0: understanding the ending. What was she in that I did know her in? Um, oh, oh whoa, 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 whoa! What was it? No, I see. I looked it up on Wikipedia, and
1: so she's in Shit's Creek. Is no, that where no? It wasn't that. There was her. another
0: one where she she's in. This is it. She's in Russian Doll season two.
1: Oh, is she? Yes. Okay.
0: And that's where I knew the face from. But apart from that, I don't know. Her. But I mean, I do get the concept of that. It's all. CGI essentially, they're all deep fakes, but I just that ended that sort of hitting the machine and taking it down. I just feel I've seen it before, and it all felt a little bit rushed. Michael Sarah shows up for you know and does his little explainy bit, and I it just didn't work for me. But that's just it's a total personal preference on these things. I think it was all a bit too, oh we'll hit the machine and everything will die but it's not real anyway. But it is kind of real and Annie Murphy's there but she's not. And, but uh, the main uh,
1: point of this is the fact that the the Joan that we have been seeing is the Joan one step into the, the process. So Annie Murphy is playing Joan in the same way that Selma Hayek is playing Joan in the same way we are led to believe from the beginning that Annie, Annie Murphy, Murphy is, is the Joan. original zone. Yeah. Or Joan. yeah. What we, what actually happens is that we are actually watching a Netflix TV show or a Streamberry TV mm-hmm. show and she is not herself and that's why they're saying yeah, Michael Cera licenses his face to be and he's the techie guy in...
0: But Annie Murphy is a real person in this world. So has... Is she essentially the Salma Hayek character as we're seeing it?
1: We found out at the end that Annie Murphy is the Salma Hayek Hayek. character who goes to see the original Joan after Joan shits herself in a church floor.
0: Right, okay. I didn't like that bit. I'm not a prude. (laughs) And I'm not someone who doesn't, you know, but I just didn't really like this whole concept of, oh, I'm just going to have a big poo in front of someone's wedding. I just didn't like it
1: sorry what's, what's the most what's the most like out I, there thing you can do I mean do? Yeah, I can think of words, dress a cheerleader to be draw a cock on your head and yeah, go I take it yeah
0: a- she looked a little bit like um what's that uh, the Joker's Mrs um
1: Harley Quinn that's
0: it yeah she looks a bit like that I thought that was hmm. quite interesting but yeah I just mm, it it was fun like I say I went along for the ride but Plot wise it just didn't grab me in the way that I really like the legal bits with the terms and conditions because obviously that's my background. Um and but when Salma Hayek I think the meta-ness of it maybe got to me be, because when Salma Hayek's turning up at a door and oh, I am Salma Hayek and it was funny, but I kind of it was it didn't if I had just stopped halfway through, I wouldn't have worried. I would have wouldn't have been thinking, wow, what was going on there? And I wonder how it all resolves itself. But you obviously have a much better view of it than I do.
1: Also, I also like the fact that other selections on the Streamberry service were uh, Lock Henry.
0: Mm, yes, I saw that.
1: And also uh, references to the Cat Burglar, which we covered. Oh. I'm the only person in the world who's been through this. Oh, wow. Charlie Brooker's little cartoon yeah. selection and adventure thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Hmm. Yeah. um but yeah I think it I think it was a really really strong start and I understand and mm. some you done mm. um
0: I'm not but, saying it yeah. was terrible at no point I mean there are some episodes that I just really didn't get on board with in the past and or I've just kind of half forgotten but I'm not saying that I've forgotten this I really like the sort of the light ending with the two like Annie Murphy and Joan in a coffee shop and I like that I liked the the uh, the idea that she was working for this tech company, this sort of sonical, that which i take to be like an audio company, it might even be like a Spotify or something like that mm-hmm. um, so she'd be working for them, she clearly wasn't fulfilled in her job and all she wanted to do was um, go and have this coffee shop and in the end she has the coffee shop and Annie Murphy comes and sees her and yeah, I, I like that nice sort of almost rom com oh, element yeah. to it, but it, it, I'll I won't really think about it for much more much longer not like I will with Lock Henry, Lock Henry will make me think about my consumption of true crime and it'll make me think about those sorts of things and how having success does not equal happiness in the TV world you know that's what it it really makes me think um, the second episode.
1: I mean I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. like if I don't have to listen to you talking about a horrific crime on this podcast <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, I know, um, I
0: know.
1: And then you go, Oh, you do like some dark stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. What? I, know.
0: I know. But what a brilliant takedown of, of that 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 thing. And you know what it really reminded me of? There's there's been an awful incident recently where um 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 a woman who's a mother had gone missing. Um and Yes she was missing for, for quite a while until she was very sadly found and she went missing it at a, sort of a local beauty spot and people went down to that area and took photographs of themselves near a bench that she was, you know, last seen or where her belongings were found and became like these mini detectives and ostensibly being like oh we're trying to be helpful but there is nothing helpful about going down to a place where someone might have had something awful happen to them whatever that might be whether they've fallen whether they've taken themselves off somewhere whether someone's done them some harm whatever has happened you should not be going down to that place and taking photographs like some sort of ghoul and when her body was recovered someone went and videoed that and again, like a TikTok true crimer. And that really, really affected me at the time as someone who watches these documentaries and really made me think, oh, you know, you've got to be really careful about this and there are some real ethical issues. And that's what this episode really reminded me of. You know, mm. really... There's a bit at the end where they're all in the pub and they're wearing the masks yeah. of the murderer. Yeah. Like, it, like it's fancy dress and I thought that was so cleverly done, because that does happen.
1: It 100% would happen. Yeah, yeah. it
0: does happen. Um, you know, even if you're thinking about Nero's, um, there's a, a, a man who committed some horrific crimes called Raoul Moat, and there has recently been a an ITV drama, which I wouldn't cover on the podcast, because... I was out with friends the night that Realmo murdered and devastated the lives of a number of people in this area. And I couldn't watch the ITV drama because I knew from the interviews that were being done at the time that the family members, not only of the victims but also of his family members, of, of the children that he had and other people who knew him, they were being deeply affected by this dramatisation of, of what had, what had gone on. And... It, it reminded me of that it reminded me of people who when they talked about that dramatization there was almost like a comedy value to it and and because it's from this area because it touches closer that again made me really think oh hang on this isn't funny this is you know there were some slightly weird moments in that involving Paul Gascoigne, for example the footballer who turned turned up um, in, a, in a state of poor mental health.
1: And I think that was the moment, because, I mean, we were... I mean, I was in Glasgow at the time, um, but, yeah, I knew someone who was in Rothbury mm. at the time, and we Which were just really they, fucking yeah, scared for him because things, yeah. them, because, you know, like, we... Like, they were in they were in danger. There was a, an armed gunman mm. who had killed mm. going around there. Yes, um, and
0: they couldn't find him, and... Yeah, so... All of all of that really rang true with this show mm. because I can imagine people doing that, um, and we have seen it happen in our own vicinity. Yeah, and I, I just thought it was it was really really good. And all although I knew exactly what was going to happen, and I was a little bit like, oh, it's a shame I've worked it out as soon as soon as the camera lingered on those Bergerac videos, I thought. We don't have VHS tapes in these sort of dramas for no reason. And they were all sort of like, they've got the handwritten on the side and then some numbers. I thought, oh, she's done, she's involved in this (laughs) in (laughs) some way. These are going to be videos of appalling crimes. I
1: didn't, I didn't put the pieces together. I knew that they would come back to like the Mm -hmm. rack thing would come back and I, it didn't put the piece together but then I wasn't looking for that I'm yeah. just happy to go along yeah. with it whereas you are constantly trying to work <laughs> this out it's true yeah I thought
0: the, which is the
1: frustrating that... thing when I'm watching a lot of shows with you oh, like yeah, I know. when we watched Westworld like yeah. you were like do you think about this do you think about yeah. this I'm like nobody thought about that since I'd switched it off but um, <laughs> I need to apparently end yeah, look because the logo's different between the two I've got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've I've got about that. Just, yeah <laughs> this is what I think which mm-hmm. translate as this is what I've seen on a podcast <laughs>
0: probably um i didn't see the ending though i didn't see the whole thing with the baftas and the yeah. sort of the the film within the film and you know but i thought it was very cleverly done because that's exactly how they would yeah. pitch it wouldn't they did we want the personal angle we want mm. you know they thought they were making films a bit Blair witchy actually at times yes. did you feel well, that they when they went that, to the house and yeah. yeah and yeah and i really like the references there were lots of like little references mm. little pop culture references. at
1: one point i thought that Pod and I don't know what his mm. name is in this yeah, was going to be involved, yeah, and yeah. that was it and I thought he was taking him down there to Yes to
0: do so, yeah. yeah
1: but yeah obviously no
0: Pod from Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> he was so good in this.
1: So well played. So that Such little a line. bit. That little bit of uh, when he says things like oh yeah yeah the would would name it after you with the you know all this uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like he's yeah.
0: he's he's um he, he's like a mate that you you go back home and a mate where you when you're in London where he sees that as like oh you have gone to London haven't mm. you and he hasn't quite caught up with the politics yes. of the era and he's still just a little bit but not really overtly it's just that real subtle lack of awareness yes um, and lack of education but then at the same time there were there were times where he was very straightforward yeah. and obviously he's very sweary and he's got like he's very straightforward in his language. Um, which was actually quite funny, mm. and and then also um, darkness. Like you say, he could he could absolutely have been involved because every now and get especially with his dad, the wonderful John, John Hannah. Hannah, who I was so happy when I saw him walk at the back of the pub. <laughs> it's John Hannah. It's John Hannah. Um, you wondered whether he was abusing him or there was something very yeah. dark going on. There. So brilliantly played because you don't just get that from the script. That mm. is someone embodying this character and playing it in lots of different ways so I really enjoy. and I really I knew John Hannah would have a bit more too because he wouldn't just be hanging around the back Monica Dolan has played lots of really awful characters and so my spidey senses are always on when she comes in I think it's mainly because I think she she played Rose West and oh. um and so my brain forever <laughs> will sorry Monica will forever put her in that category of oh she's probably playing a wrong one yeah um but, yeah, brilliantly brilliantly done here again. Um, because she gets to play both sides of, you know, the very quiet, meek moment where you can't say anything. You're going home to your boyfriend's mum and you're just saying the wrong thing and she's giving you loads of carbs and she's not quite saying the right thing at the beginning as well. Like, where are you from originally? Kind of, you know, yeah. And so it's all that sort of very awkward bringing your girlfriend home to see your mum sort of thing. Um, But so she gets to play these both each side and i i absolutely loved the dark ending i love the fact that the girlfriend you know doesn't make it i love the fact that the the i really enjoyed that thing of, you know for your film yes you know that the, the very very dark you know very yeah. very dark yeah. um and i really like the ending where he's just sat in the room with his bafta mm. but clearly just what has he got now yeah. what's he got now you mm-hmm. know he should have gone and done the egg
1: Documentary. I liked the, I liked the flashback. The way that they did the flashback to the things that had been said, which indicated that she was the person behind it. Yeah, the whole thing about the but cameras. The fact and... that they put that in the trailer for the show. Okay. I thought it was really clever because it is cliched when you go yes. back and you see someone mem- remembering it. Yeah. But yeah, doing it that way makes it yeah. so much more um, organic. Mm-hmm. The, the, the reveal. There. Do you want to talk about the flash?
0: oh yes, let's do the, do the flash and funnily enough um, as if by magic there was start, there's thunder and lightning um, just started, I can see it out of our window um, it's absolutely pelting down um, and there's just been a bit of a flash I'm going to chuck of, some of chemicals lightning. on me and jump outside <laughs> I know so am I <laughs> if I can go that fast and maybe go back in time ok well, let's let's do spoilers for the flash
1: so yeah, the first first scene Absolutely, just idiotic for me. I just, mm. I could not get my head around what, why that was put in. It almost seemed like it was put in, something directed by a different director or totally. written by a different writer that was put in. Totally, especially when different. you've got the contrast of Batman actually doing a, quite a serious chase. Oh, of,
0: um, yeah. At the
1: same but time. you know, what,
0: you know what? I felt halfway through. I was like, is this like a f-, it felt like a fan film? It felt like a really random fan film that we had just been popped into, almost like a short yes. that we'd been popped into, to the point where he's going, you know, um, Alfred's going, well, Batman, um, you can't let him fall in the river because the toxic chemicals will go in there and then everyone in the world will be, you know. It was that something that I, I laughed because I was like, what am I watching? Like, the, the dialogue's terrible. It's almost like an Adam West Batman and maybe that's what they're going for. I mean, I don't mm. know. And then I really, obviously for me, a load of babies falling out of a window is just not funny to me. I know it can be to other people because it's, you know, it's obviously it's ludicrous. It isn't really happening. And the babies look very comedic, like not comedic, cartoonish. They look very cartoonish, but also, you know, put in, in a microwave and just it just really, really stood on all of the things that make me very upset in life. Thing, and I, c- I couldn't cope with it, I'm the, afraid. So
1: the the point which I did laugh was once you've gone past all the, the babies, mm-hmm. it turns around and there's also a therapy dog falling.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah. And I
1: think that's like, oh, I like. wow. The, I mean, yeah. this
0: is awful, isn't it? Because I clearly wasn't that worried about animals. But the therapy dog with his little tongue, well, his yeah. big tongue coming out of the side and thing. I found that, I didn't find it funny, but I kind of got away with that because yeah. that just seems a bit loon. maybe if it was all little therapy dogs in a, and maybe i would have been all right but it's the fact that it's babies who were clearly in a unit there were lots of incub- you know there were, i think there was an incubator at one point or maybe my brain has created one and because i've had and also you have had um a child that spent four months in neonatal intensive care and we've also had a baby who is very sadly no longer with us that sort of stuff in whatever context is never gonna play well in my brain yeah. and that I just it just got off on the wrong foot for me it
1: did with me mm. um the other thing was I was sure I had the final scene of this worked out quite early okay because I was absolutely convinced that there was going to be some circumstances by which Barry Allen had caused the death of his mother
0: Oh, yes, yes, agreed. Yeah, that went through my that, mind as that well. That made total yeah, sense. Yeah. Like,
1: it's like, oh, we, we don't know who's done it. Like, someone, yes. we never hear anyone come in or do anything. It's a mm. random thing, but she gets a knife in there. Yeah. And I thought, he's going to be rushing around, and mm. now he's going to fall, and, yeah, and yeah. then, yeah. But that's never even addressed, is it? I mean, he
0: doesn't even go and look. <sighs> and I was waiting for him to not only, well, even if he just wants to let his mum die... Yeah, you know, because he what he doesn't want the world to end. Mm. He could go and see who the person is who call who who murdered her. Yeah, and then in his current timeline, in his like you know back where everything's normal, he could go and hunt that person down, and and look for them. And you know, do you know what I mean? He would know who they were we'll without Kansas changing lies, yeah. the. Oh, I hated that. I hated it. because not no, but the whole point is right. He is. The whole point of this film, this is what this film is telling us, it's saying don't change the past no matter how small because then things go wrong. So what does he bloody well do? He goes back because he needs to put it all right again, he needs to take the can out of his mum's basket but then he goes and does something majorly different. You know, it's meant to be this but butterfly that's effect. that's not
1: majorly different, it though, is it? It is
0: majorly it? different. No, right, so
1: that, that's... No, right, you cannot compare... <laughs> um, so you cannot compare the saving of a mother to someone got a can off a top shelf. Because it,
0: But isn't the whole point that it's don't make even the smallest of changes... Isn't that the through line this whole idea of the butterfly effect you could you could step on a single blade of grass a different one and that changes everything I thought that was the whole point of it
1: Yeah but it's I mean but also you could step on a blade of grass and not do it mm. Like if, like there is a short short story and I can't remember quite who it's by or what it is but there is a something about a time machine and someone goes dinosaur hunting Okay and they but what they do is they go and they make sure that they shoot a dinosaur just before it would have died anywhere.
0: Right.
1: And so that's...
0: So it's not a very mani- So it's not actually
1: making a taking away a dinosaur when it's... Okay. Um, yeah, and stuff happens, blah, 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 okay. blah. But yeah, so they go back, they see a dinosaur that would fall into mm-hmm. a ravine and die, mm. and then they take people back to shoot that dinosaur mm-hmm. before... You can step on a blade of grass, yeah. a butterfly flaps its wings and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But yeah, there is a minor change of getting a can kind of a top shelf than the bottom I just shelf.
0: also, my other point was that if the dad has had always looked up, then surely, even though the footage wasn't brilliant, you would still be able to see that it was the dad all those years ago. The whole point of it was, wasn't it, that the footage was so bad that they cleaned it up but the, he he just couldn't see his face because he never looked up, or was it just that the footage was so bad you didn't even know it was him in his cap or whatever?
1: Right. So original timeline. Yeah. The footage was so damaged you couldn't really see what was going on.
0: Right. So you couldn't see. But then they they, at all.
1: they cleaned it up. Yes. And he never looked up, never so looked therefore up. he didn't. Right. In when Barry Allen goes back, mm-hmm. he moves the cans to the top shelf. Yes. So that when he goes forward again. The cleaned-up footage shows Ron Livingston's face as he reaches up to get yeah. the cam.
0: Okay, I understand that. I just—I'm not sure you do. I do, just, I, do. <laughs> Oi, I do, I do get it. I just didn't like—I I, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like this whole idea of changing something. What I would have preferred would be for him to go and watch the event, albeit that would be very traumatic, and then follow maybe the guy who, and presumably it is a guy who. Did it, who committed the murder, whoever committed the murder follow them? Find out who they are, and then in, you know, in the future timeline, actually bring that person to justice. I mean, he's meant to be in the Justice League, and he doesn't bring anyone to justice. His dad's still in prison for years and years until he eventually comes out. And then I hated the ending with them, um, George Clooney. I hated it. Really, I hated every minute of it. I mean, and I mean, I really like. Um, I mean, that's maybe a bit strong. I like the Batman. <laughs> The Batman and Robin
1: fell. What's it like about sky? it? Is it? It's just, just a nice didn't... little fun oh, nod I that just, he's changed no. it, and it's instead I of it being like Keaton, him. then it's. You know
0: what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the end of Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Oh, we've come back to what we think is the normal world, and something. Ma- I'm not going to spoil that, but something major has actually something major has changed. It really reminded you, me of the that. end of Tim Burton's. Planet of the Apes. Planet of the
1: Apes makes no sense. Whereas yes. this. Well this
0: makes no sense. Of course it does Why because... is he why is Batman different?
1: Because something's changed in the timeline.
0: But but why? Because he put some tomatoes on the top of a shelf.
1: Well, something might like, something th- things have changed, definitely, just by them being in the past.
0: I'm very confused. <laughs> well I'm re- no, I'm just really, really confused. Everything else is the same. Is mum's dead? Is dad's in prison? All of his mates are the same. His would-be girlfriend's the same.
1: We but, don't know that know, though, do we? We don't we, know that because we've seen about f- four minutes of footage. It's set
0: up as that. It's set up as that. And then different... but It just didn't make any sense to me, hon. It really didn't. And it really annoyed me. It wasn't just like, oh, it's a throwaway thing. I just didn't like it.
1: I found it a cute little joke to go out on. Really? Yeah. Ooh. We've got to address the... Massive globe shit elephant in the room.
0: <laughs> Come on then.
1: So, the third act of this, we see timelines crashing together and we see big globes crashing through timelines. Worlds, different worlds. Yeah. And we see the um, George Reeves version of Superman. Yes. We see Christopher Reeves and Helen Slater. Which I thought was
0: very, very poignant actually. I yeah. found that very poignant.
1: And then we see another <laughs> Superman fighting. <laughs> uh, wouldn't uh, we saw we see Adam West Batman? Oh yes. And then we see another Superman fighting, and wouldn't you know it? It's super. It's Nick Cave. Not
0: Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Not Nick, Dave,
1: it's Nick, not Cave. Nick, not Nick Cave. 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 That be
0: brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I'd love it with Nick, Cave.
1: Nick Cage as Superman from Superman Lives, which is the un. Did you get the joke with the spider?
0: Uh, no, no. I, the only thing I know about that is I've seen the, the photographs of Nick Cage in his Superman costume. You know, the the early yeah. sort of um, takes on costume mm. design and everything, yeah. But the spider, I I just didn't
1: I mean, get. So Kevin Smith
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, did a early write on the script for Superman Lives.
0: Okay. I think it's called Superman Lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. it is. I think it is.
1: And he went and met the producer who is... I can't remember what his name is now, but he he started out as um Barbara Streisand hairdresser.
0: Okay, right.
1: And how this producer had just somehow managed to come through to be like a really, really um like a successful producer in Hollywood and was producing this film. Mm-hmm. And this producer kept on telling him, You need a spider in there, you need a spider, because spiders are the most dangerous creatures in the world. And he's like Really? I don't feel like a spider would attack Superman.
0: <laughs> With Superman, yeah. And or then, is it like a person who turns into a spider?
1: No, no, no. I, it doesn't, yeah. Okay, sorry. But, and then he's like... And then that film got cancelled. Mm. And then the next film of his that I went to see, I went to the cinema. And I'm watching Wild Wild West. And then at the end of Wild Wild <gasps> no, West... Yeah, exp-
0: yeah, 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a brilliant bit of stand-up. Mm. Just from... Just from him being like Kevin yeah. Smith's obviously very acerbic with the way he tells the story. See, but, ha- yeah. You
0: know what? I didn't because I'm a great big nerd, and I love the references to Eric Stoltz and Back to the Future. Um, I I didn't need that explaining for me though. I was a bit annoyed that actually they went into so much of the explanation. And I um, but I quite like like the alternative casting of when they were talking about Kevin Bacon being in Top Gun, and you know that's yeah. It. I I like that that like I love that sort of thing, um and i I didn't mind the the nods to the these different worlds although i would have liked to have seen dean kane um just sort of random ralph you know there's all these little like random bits that you kind of like oh i would have kind of liked to see that um and i thought when it came on when um nick cage came on i thought oh this is like this is just like proper fan fandom, you know, what's it called? Fan service. Yes. Yeah? Um, and I thought, well, I quite like this. Like, a bit like you, like the George Clooney thing, a bit throwaway. Yeah. I didn't mind the Nick Cage thing. I thought, oh, it's, it's a clever, it's a deep cut for those of us who kind of know the background to these sorts of things. But the CGI is <laughs> so bad. It reminded me of, and I'm not the first person to say this, this is not an original thought, but it really reminded me of um, the Matrix um, the later sequels of The Matrix, like Reloaded, um, where Keanu is just running round and round to m- a million, million Smiths, and they just all merge into, like, a big muddle, and all their faces are just so pliable. And and actually, the same thing happened with Supergirl in this as well. There's a scene yes. where Supergirl is fighting various baddies, and... Um, and I, I thought, oh, this really reminds me of things in the Matrix, where you know, when maybe when Keanu, um, when Neo's twirling and he's going round and round, he's almost yeah. like he's um, he's knocking over the Smiths, like a, like a um, there's like a, a sound of um, bowling, a bowling alley at one point they use in, in one of the sequels, but he's bending and he's knocking them all over, and they just look like computer game people. And that's fine because that was then, but this is now, and I, it really took me out out of the film. It
1: is a bit like when you meet like Odd Job in Golden Eye in like on the N sixty four, and it's just a face <laughs> plastered onto like the same body as James Bond and the same body with a little few pixels to make a hat. Yeah, yeah I mean oh, the CGI was absolutely shocking. It was. I mean you you go past um, Henry Cavill as. Superman at one point quite oh, early you? on in the film, oh, yeah. Okay. And it just looks awful, mm, yeah. Maybe um, I
0: missed some. Of that is that when um, when he's in that sort of when he's doing the speed force and essentially the past is twirling around yes. him rather than in the planet. Yeah. Right. So then you kind of sit, almost like coming towards you like great big balloon people. Yeah. Which actually I didn't mind that quite so much, but you're right. If it's things that you yeah, um, I. I really wasn't that taken with the CGI but then I was thinking with that cartoonish version at the beginning of the therapy dog and the babies I was wondering whether this was like something that was meant to be, but it can't be, can it, when you're doing actual action scenes and when you're trying to put Nick Cage's face on someone. It just can't be. You you, you can't want to go into this and think, oh, I'm going to do some really shit CGI or some you know, CGI that really needs a few more weeks. That just that can't be the case. Well,
1: I mean, I, th- I think it probably... I think that's exactly what's happened. Mm. I think they've run out of time. I mean, having said that, they've had so long on this, but yeah, I mean, a lot of it looks like... You know the TSG... Um, Film's logo. logo, yeah, yes, I do, yeah, yeah. It kind of looked like mm. that, like just like this, like stone man that yes, was there. Yeah. But I mean, having said that, I absolutely fucking loved like seeing George Reeves mm-hmm. and Adam West and everything yeah. like that coming through.
0: Yeah,
1: I will put a little asterisk next to that. Okay, because Warner Brothers
0: mm-hmm.
1: are starting to get habit for doing this. Mm-hmm. There is obviously Space Jam, the next legacy, whatever oh, it is, yeah, you where about they it, absolutely you. hammer out there other content. It's all the IP. Yeah, and I've not seen it mentioned as much, but Shazam, Shazam Fury Two, of the Gods, yeah, yeah. Like there is references to Game of Thrones, as references to, um, oh god, there's so many references to like other properties, even so much as like characters where like. The Iron Giant on a okay. t shirt and gremlins on a t shirt and okay. Goonies on t-shirt mm. and it, Annabelle, you know, the doll Annabelle yeah, yeah, yeah. appears in like the background of a child psychologist shot oh, and it's God, like and now this, and I'm like, mm. this is starting to become like a corporate yeah. like obligation. Mm-hmm. And as much as it worked for me in this case, as much as it didn't work for me in Shazam, because I was just like, oh fuck off. And it's definitely in um, Space Jam. I just didn't care. I don't think I'm invested enough in this. And I just felt like, you know what? It's a fucking swing and go for it. Uh, Like if you want to like do some shitty CGI, like disgraceful CGI. mm -hmm. But if you want to show me like Nick Cage fighting a spider, (laughs) I'm I'm there. I'm (laughs) there for this all day. (laughs) Like absolutely, absolutely. It's such
0: a shame they couldn't get him to actually do it. I think that's the, you know, it's a shame that he just, didn't you know get into the scene actually because i think that would have had much more of an effect um there's two things i want to mention before we we finish yes um i'd like to say how much i loved seeing michael keaton as batman i just (laughs) every time he was on screen i loved it even though i was spoiled with the whole i'm batman thing and let's get nuts and all of that i just i just thought he brought such a sense of just solemnity and wistfulness and this whole idea of you know I once was Batman and and that wh- why are you putting your hand
1: up I don't get the let's get nuts It's line. it's
0: just it's just a um, it's just a throwback to one of the I can't remember whether it was Batman I do um, remember Returns. That. Oh do you know No
1: no no I don't remember that line um i did like the reference i did like other references like how much do you weigh and stuff Mm, like that obviously it's from um the Bicky bell character yeah yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: do do you don't you just think that every time he comes on he just brings such a presence because of the history of that character but also just who he is i i just really like him
1: i think the thing that i preferred more was the return to danny elfman's score
0: yes and that as well when that comes out like
1: and there are elements with it used through loads of different scenes and mm-hmm. yeah it's I would just it, I just sort of sat back and went yeah, yeah tell
0: you what I'm sick of though in terms of score what bloody Wonder Woman Wonder- <laughs> oh she comes in for two seconds and then off she goes again I mean give her her own film I'm sick of it I'm that sick of too, I know one but- of which
1: was shout yeah
0: I know but I'm just sick of that whole, oh, here I am for two seconds and off I go again. Gal
1: is having a spectacular 20, uh, 23 for cameos. Exactly. That's three now. I
0: know. And I think I'm just a bit sick of that. Anyway, my second point would be um, the uh, person who played Supergirl, is her name? Kara? Supergirl's name. Is it like Kara Zor? I can something never like remember that, that. But I can never it's... remember. Um I really liked her. She was not on screen for long enough. She didn't have enough to do. But for what she did too, I thought there was a real depth to her character. I sort of felt that she really got the someone who had been really mistreated by a place that she'd come to for um for refuge essentially. And there's a there's a line that Zod says about, you know, the infant did not survive. And I really felt that um that sense of Pain and anger, and that she then comes out with. I really hope she gets like her own show or film or whatever because I thought she was really good.
1: Well, I mean, she's come from nowhere. Uh, Her only other real acting credits are in like shorts, Mm. and um, she has spent uh, three years. On the *Young and the Restless*. Oh,
0: okay. I don't, I don't know that. Is it's that a, just a, so that's is that a, a teen... it's an American
1: um, TV show, okay. American soap, daytime oh, soap. Oh, right, yeah. okay, right. It's like *Days of Our Lives*.
0: Great. I, I just thought the, the, the look, the, the, the way that she portrayed someone in pain, I thought was really good. You know, I love, love um, a bit of pain. Um, so I just really really enjoyed that part and, of it and i think her and batman together obviously the darker elements that's what i really enjoyed
1: and again absolute i'm a guffin
0: well yes i know i know but i really enjoyed the fact that we weren't looking at another superman that we actually were oh look a woman hmm that was nice to throw someone else in the mix you From know wonder woman oh come
1: on she appears in every of these films oh, i know she i know score. yeah I I love that Scott
0: I know you do but it's just the fact that it's it's almost like oh look here we've just put that in and I did roll my eyes although I did like the lasso of truth when the lasso of truth especially (laughs) I know the whole thing was that with the Flash and his sort of sex joke but actually the bit that I really enjoyed was the psychology of Batman and him talking about his ego and and there was this (laughs) lovely line about if if I I was really worried about it I could just give all my money away but I don't and I was like ah that's brilliant I love that Anyway, um, any more to say about The Flash? Probably a lot, to be honest with you.
1: No, I think, like, because, I mean, the middle part of this film, and mm. I'm not the first people to have said this, yeah. just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, it is just a point to get to...
0: You just go from one thing. thing to another. To an... I mean, Zod's yeah. hardly in this. Oh, I and... yeah, All of that doesn't matter, does it? And I think we alluded to it in the non-spoiler section, this whole idea of, his the, the the main thread being his mum has died, gets lost really really early on, doesn't it? where yeah. he meets his other self, and suddenly he's telling his other self he's got to get his powers. Why? Why does he have to get his powers? If this other self is having this lovely life with his mum, why does why does he have to then go through the same thing that Barry Allen has got? The, I just I didn't really want to live in that. the
1: current world, mm-hmm. just not. Just, he wants to live in his current life yes. just with his mum there.
0: I didn't understand. But, you know, it's me. Okay, right. <laughs> You'll have to get some pasta out and uh, start explaining it to me like uh, Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get Oscar <laughs> Isaac to do it. Um, oh,
0: God, don't. What
1: is that a reference to? Uh, it's a reference to Spider-Man. Okay, right, Spider-Man. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, thanks everyone for um, for sticking along with us for this... This, this nice shorter this thing, which shorts.
1: is currently... Uh,
0: Oh, only 40 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. It's felt like longer. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Okay, thanks so much, everyone.
1: Thanks a lot, and we'll see you later. See you soon. Bye.
0: Hi, everyone. It's 6.30 on Tuesday morning, which is why I'm being a bit whispery. You might be a bit confused by Mark's proclamation that we only had recorded 40 minutes um, of content, given that the podcast is now, I think, over an hour. Um, Mark had looked down at the podcast recorder and had seen that we had 40 hours left of recording. Um, So don't worry, you're not going mad, we are. See you later.